Hail Varsity Radio is live. Now, back to Schmitty. Schmitty's a great guy, but he don't have a brain. And Elijah. You want me to speak? When I point you, yeah. On Hail Varsity Radio. Back with you, Tail Varsity, on a Monday. Big thanks to Charlie McBride. Mr. Blackshirt was on hand in person in Champaign. Went there with Jared Tomich, Toby Wright, and got to see some of his former players and really experience it uh, firsthand. I love the anecdote about the Butkus family that, that knew the McBride family there in Chicago. And they... Uh, they, uh, it was just a, a good story to end it from Coach McBride on Dick Butkiss, but but Coach McBride liked uh, the topic and the uh, the point of the responsibility. And your job is to help one another is pretty much what Coach McBride was saying. And the defense helped out the offense. Got to be better on offense, but they're uh, they're working towards it. Get the podcast of Coach McBride every Monday. Spotify, iTunes, Google Plays, where you can download the audio, can watch the video portion the hail varsity youtube channel or rewatch us and stream us on the hail varsity radio twitter feed at h varsity radio chris schmidt elijah herbal find elijah on twitter at herbal essence follow me at schmidt underscore radio and uh, we are going to get through i promise as many comments open phones here the next 40 minutes you want to join us 489-1240 we'll get into some recruiting that happened last night we'll get there shortly but uh, J-Lo2204 uh, chimes in and says, what, was listening to the Bo Root and Nick Baugh podcast. Highly recommend that. Nick's incredible. Does a great job. It's on the Herdat family of podcast network shows. And in uh, something I would like to talk further on, rules heavily vested in the play calling and uh, follows up that first comment with this. Am I the only one that knows that Satterfield was fired from play calling at South Carolina last year? I think the uh, supervision was more taken away or they shifted control uh, of it towards the end. And and here's what I'll say about the play calling. And, and you saw Rule get animated on the sideline against Illinois. And you saw him get animated towards Harburg, and and he's explained that. You saw him get animated towards Satterfield, and and at one point, Elijah on the sideline, they had to burn another timeout. And and I thought I read the lips of, what are we doing, what are we doing, what are we doing, with kind of his palm out as he's walking towards Satterfield. I, I like that that rule is hands-on. It it's, sucks to be micromanaged, but sometimes you need it. And in all honesty, if rule is going to let Satterfield go and then have to step in and shape what's called or dial back or give approval, I mean, it, it's, it's a tough way to work, but it's a necessary way to work right now as far as I'm concerned. He's the boss and he's not going to, going to leave anything to chance, especially in that game. And and I think uh, you saw more of a conservative approach in the second half versus how Nebraska played with some fire uh, towards the end of that that second quarter with a two-minute drill. It's one thing to be aggressive, but you were playing with fire with the amount of interceptions you almost threw. Just get to half, you didn't, and and Illinois had a chance to – (laughs) pull a Minnesota and get 10 points in two minutes. 
and and then things I think kind of um, scaled back. So and, I I I think Satterfield's up against it with with personnel a little bit. I also think he's up against it with what he wants to do versus what they can do. To your point originally in the show, Elijah, about offensive identity. I mean, they're going to have a personality. It's going to be physical. But what are they good at doing? Don't know yet. Don't know yet through six games. And it ain't running the football consistently against better teams. And it ain't throwing the football on third and long. They're just kind of a mixed grab bag right now. But I'm I'm okay with, with Rule having an iron fist with what goes on offensively. Well, and Rule's made it clear since he showed up that whenever he talks about development, that is not just the players. He's talking position coaches. He's talking coordinators. He, he's trying to find the best version of everybody. And I think part of that battle this year is going to be, you know what? We're going to develop a, a coordinator in Marcus Satterfield that is that is better than where we got him from South Carolina. Because I've seen a lot made of the fact that, well, everywhere Marcus Satterfield goes, his offense has turned the football over and, and this and that. And, man, he hasn't been able to find an identity with this offense. And I think there's an element of Matt Rule thinking that that he can develop Marcus Satterfield, the play caller, Marcus Satterfield, the offensive coordinator in that way. But on the flip side of things, Marcus Satterfield's one of the highest paid coordinators in the country. He is, and and that's... It's not his fault. Has he performed like one of the highest no. paid offensive coordinators in the country this year? I, I don't no. know, man. But I, but I think we also need to accept the fact that Marcus Satterfield is not going to be it's a, a limited menu. It's a limited menu, and, and Rule knows that, and it's not going to be a one-and-done type hire with Marcus Satterfield. It can't. No. It, it can't be. And so I don't, like, and so I don't we'll, think it should be. Love or hate the Satterfield offense, be prepared, Oscar fans, because I think we're going to get another year of it. It doesn't make any sense to let this guy go after one year, especially with the kind of long-term planning it feels like he's doing with that Husker offense I I've said it on the Saturday morning show I think I said it Friday night after the game I'll say it again now I don't think that the offense that Marcus Satterfield is calling right now is the offense that is best suited for what the offense is right now but it's going to be the offense that's that's going to give you the best shot two years from now whenever you have a chance to as we kind of talked about earlier in the show build that identity build that attitude and then once that attitude is built which it's going to take some some games that feel like you're bashing your head into a brick wall once you're able to develop that identity, the these painful offensive games now are going to be beneficial a couple years from now. Yeah, and I think that's where we're at. You're right in now. a you're in a division for six more games that you're in the same boat. Uh, maybe aside from Wisconsin, and they're not lighting the world up. I mean, they scored 24 points, 17. If you take away the the pick six, the entire West is a nightmare offensively. Uh, <laughs> You're you're one of the seven dwarfs right here. It's what you are offensively. I mean, the whole play, the whole league, the whole West is is kind of a joke. Here's what I want out of my offensive coordinator. I need him to develop, recruit, and refine. I need that from whoever's playing quarterback. That means if you're going to go to a portal option for 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 2024, good. Fine. Know that that Harburg's somebody that there's six games left. What can he become? How much can you continue to mentor him as a quarterback's coach? I mean, Spencer Rattler really looked night and day different, didn't he? Whatever you want to say about play calling in, in South Carolina, they killed it at the end of the year. And Satterfield was the position coach for Spencer Rattler. Rattler looks like an incredible quarterback compared to what he was at Oklahoma. Is that because of Satterfield's development, or is that 
Rattler figuring it out on his own, I don't know. But he, he was a much better quarterback. I need to see that growth. And you've seen progress from Harburg. The more live action he gets, is he polished? Is he refined as a thrower? No, but he's a better passer in some key moments. He made a lot of plays with his arm on Friday night. Also took some some gambles. So that needs to be part of this discussion point, not just how many points are they averaging in Big Ten play. It's 19. How much better does he get his talent and, and what, what does he have around him? So keep developing the kid. Go recruit a dude. Get a yes and get a yes from the, the future quarterback. Maybe that's Kalen. Maybe that's a Juco kid. Maybe that's Harburg. Maybe that's Pretty. Maybe it's Sims. But right now with Sims, I mean, he's he's been a great teammate. But he but he was he is not a guy that you've you've hit on. You've got to be able to hit on whoever the next quarterback is, whether he is, you know, going to make career start number five in Harburg as you grow, or there's somebody else on the roster. And the other part of this discussion point is uh, Smothers and and Casey, not to, to dig up ill will. But both those guys could be kicking ass in this offense right now as well. And you, they moved on for whatever reason. Was that because of your discussion with them or they just wanted a fresh start with a coaching staff they they maybe had a better ability to connect with? Or realistically a combination of both. Right, That's and that's fair. So Satterfield's got uh, work to do. I think he knows it. And I appreciate the comment in the stream. 489-1240. And one thing I'll say, because there's a comment from Brandon saying it makes him a bad coach not playing the plays for his personnel. And one thing to remember here is this is not a, a Band-Aid coordinator you're bringing in. Hey, we're, we're ready-made right now. We're just bringing in a coordinator that can bring the best out of this offense for this year because we want to make a run in a Big Ten title game. That's not where Nebraska is at right now. Think about how much easier it will be to install potentially a transfer portal quarterback next year whenever all the other guys in the offense have already run this offense for a year. You're not changing up your offense. You're not changing up your identity for one year in order to get yourself five more points a game now because you understand that this is a long rebuild and and it can be frustrating now. And I'm not saying it's necessarily the perfect way to move forward. I think I'm just kind of rationalizing what we're seeing right now. Think about the fact that it's a lot easier to install a transfer quarterback if all the receivers are running the same routes that they ran last year, at least a, a similar concepts. Running the uh, running the ball with running backs coming back, hey, we're going to be calling the same plays. Offensive line, very similar, if not the same blocking schemes. It's a lot easier to install those one or two pieces that are going to help you through the transfer portal or, or bringing up those freshmen next year. Uh, sorry, I should say the freshmen this year and the, their year two. You know what? You've already ran this offense for a year. You already know what you're doing. It's going to be easier to get those guys more snaps and just get go, get, go get the quarterback. Up to speed next year. There's more elements than just, hey, we need more points this year whenever you're, you're thinking about a long-term rebuild as a whole and where Nebraska wants to be in three years. They're not going to compromise where they want to be in three years in order to be in a place where they can go get an upset win next week or, or what have you. This is a long-term rebuild. Rules made that clear. The coordinators have made that clear. They are thinking in a three- or a five-year frame of mind mm-hmm. as opposed to a what can we do this year. Well, and, and let, let, let the kid Harburg play it out. Right, I mean, he's a far cry uh, from from what he was in the spring per rule, and you've seen him make winning plays. You've seen him make winning throws. It's just got to be a bit more consistent. Our old friend Jeff says Satterfield's doing a decent job considering 
what he has to work with, the suspect to align, lack of playmakers at wide receiver, injured running back room. Game wasn't pretty, but it was a win. And guess what? You're going to have Rule that's paying attention to every little detail, offense, defense, special teams, and he will be there to overrule. Yeah, sorry about that pun, but <laughs> legit, he'll he'll know what's going on. And if you got to dial it back, he's going to make sure you dial it back. Four eight nine twelve forty. We'll get into some recruiting. Caleb Pyfrom, Omaha Central has opened his recruitment up. What does that mean? If you're a, a big Red fan, maybe nothing. But we'll uh, get some calls. We'll check some email. We'll uh, motor through. This uh, final 20. 489-1240. Hale Varsity continues. We're powered by Herd Ant Sports.